What up, Ashley? Hello, Mervin. Oh, man. Boys is getting quiet. Gonna get crunk. Yeah. Head back to Longview, Kelly popping trunk. Yeah. I ain't even tripping. Yeah. Riding and I'm sipping. Yeah. Let me come through four foes, steady tipping. Yeah. Yeah. On that new lap. Yeah. Watch the trunk crack. Yeah. Let me sit sideways, see me running back. Yeah. Maybe AP. Yeah. Maybe AD. Yeah. I ain't even tripping because we some athletes. Yeah. Is the more right, it must be a, uh, it's a nod to my co-host, not necessarily me, especially if you ask her, because she just thinks she knows everything in the world, and I'm here to set it straight. It has always been one of my dreams slash goals to work with Ashley, um, to do anything sports-related, talking with her, um, because she is one of the smartest people I know, especially uh, sports-wise. Okay, a compliment. It has always been an honor, an honor. To work with a cast member of the Doug Dynasty. Ashley, I hate you. Okay. This is Ashley Moore, and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. What it do? What it do? What's up, folks? This is another week of the more right the wrong podcast episode 83 in this thing um i'm your girl ashley um mervin theopolis wright jr is also here you know hi um and yeah you know it's another week mm-hmm. uh, a very busy week just so much is happening okay so much so we'll see. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what we can get through today. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know me. I'm the producer, creator, everything of the show. So normally I, you know, carry, you know, what's happening here. Mm-hmm. But right. Today, right. your girl been busy. Mm-hmm. So today, you know, we just gonna hear what comes out of Ashley's mouth. You know, which <laughs> could go any way if you let it. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, I just mean, you know, I didn't have time to prepare right. this week. Right. This is Mervin every week, so that's Wrong. why he's so chill. Casual. Wrong. Where are the Merv's minutes? <laughs> what <laughs> is? <laughs> Come out wrong. That's the only thing you had to prepare for. But you got you got rid of that one. And you didn't really have to prepare for that one. Well, pause. You did it at the beginning, but then they started falling off. It was like Merv's minute. I babysat a dog today. Oh, uh, like, well, okay. First of all, like, it was an actual child. Let's relax. <laughs> oh, it was one about how you babysat a child. Yes. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you see what I mean, y'all? There used to be stuff when you learn something. Like, uh, what was one of your early Merv's minutes? I don't know. I'd have to look them up. Um, I know you did one at the ma- on the Malice Palace, right? Probably. No. no. Okay. Let me see. Or maybe we just talked about it. I don't know. We definitely talked about it because uh, Netflix did that documentary, uh, which was essentially the Jermaine O'Neal trying to, you know, <laughs> make himself look better about everything. <laughs> documentary. By uh, the way, they did one about Tim Donahue, which I still haven't seen yet, but I've heard it's really good. What um, platform is it on? It's on Netflix. Okay. Okay, that one was that one's. Okay. Where it's most. Corrupt organizations, sports organizations. Oh yeah. That was one. Oh, there was the one I was doing about the Super League when I was super hungover and threw up in the middle of it. 
I'm going to spit out my juice. I forgot all about that, y'all. Oh, my God. <laughs> y'all. That, by the way, if you're wondering how you never heard that, it's because we recorded that episode that morning. And uh, about, it had to have been about 12 o'clock, I woke up from a nap to a phone call from Ashley saying, Hey, let's re-record this episode because this was absolutely terrible. I said, you know what? You're 100% correct. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and we were had to record it the next morning. So that week, that's what you heard and not me sounding like <laughs> I got hit by a train the night before because that's pretty much what happened. Once again, y'all, me making the executive decision to give you mm. at least some good content. This man sounded terrible. Uh, okay. Yes, I did. Just, ugh. So, I'm, so I'm looking through the issues. I'm looking through these old uh, Google Docs from the earliest episodes. And I don't ever actually talk about what I'm going to... Like, when I would say the Merge Minute in the doc, I wouldn't say what, what I was actually talking about. I would give, like, a quick headline. Now, I just want to say, when you were doing that, I said, why are you doing that? That's just... It's, 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 it's dodo brained. That's what I said. And now look, you don't even know what you're talking about because <laughs> you never named them. <laughs> I knew what I was look talking about. Do you know now? Uh, now that you go back and look at look well, at Well, I see one of them and it was a shout out to some special people because that was on my mom's birthday. And so shouting out my mom and my daddy because their birthdays are like five day, four days apart. Uh, let's see. Super League. That, talked about that one. Uh, yeah. I looked. It, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. you see? Mm-hmm. I tried yeah. to tell you about that. Now, look, you don't even know what you talked about. Well, um, yeah. It's been a very busy week for myself. Uh, Mervin has been off the last two days. Um, just want to preface that with, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Anyways, um, and. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you want to make it more fair. Oh, you put some. Um, Oh my bad! I, I thought you saw that. Some if you want to make it more fair, here. we could we could push it to Wednesdays, but then we're so far away from Sundays, which was our issue last year. I'm just saying, you want to keep it relevant and stuff, you know, be be closer to the action. No, Tuesdays are normally fine. It's just been a really busy week. Mm-hmm. You the one talking about some why Tuesdays? Why can't we do Mondays? I'm sorry. I like to have a free night. Your Monday night free too. I have rehearsal. We discussed that's that yesterday. That's the Lord. That don't, it, it doesn't count. It's, it's, it's still, no. it's still Mm-mm. labor. Mm-mm. It is it's still work. Lord. It is still work. Those are not taxable hours. Mm-mm. It's for the Lord. Amen. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. You are doing what the Lord asked you to do. You're right. Mm-hmm. But if I was getting paid for it, the IRS would still take money out of it. So. Anyways. Uh, not if it's on the table. Um, but. <laughs> no, 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 no. They. They're the people who do get paid at the church, they get real checks that are clearly on stuff that can be traced. It is not under the table money at all. Um. Anyways, yeah, Mondays. Then those are the days where it just be like. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, in this week's episode, we're gonna talk college football, mm-hmm. um, as we do every week. Um, we're gonna talk NFL. Murray wrote some subtopics here. Chiefs Chargers comeback season. What's wrong with the Bengals? Monday night mayhem. And for the culture segment, y'all, Adam Levine, the lost his mind. Hold on, I need you to do one thing before I hit the music. 
I need you to say that last line that I wrote one more time. That last what? The last line that I wrote. I need you to say that one more time. Monday Night Mayhem. Why do you say it like that? That's an E, not an A. A E where? Mayhem. Monday Night Mayhem. (laughs) No, I see the E. That's just my country twang. Oh, my God. I've never heard that. I've never heard you say mayhem before. I've never never heard that before. Yes, that's how we say it down here. That's that's a little weird, but okay. Yes, I know the word. Okay, just make it. Hey, look, I'm just making sure. I was like, no, you said it the first time. I thought you just mispronounced it, but no, you said it like that because apparently that's how you say it. That's weird, but I'm going to let you make it. That's country. You don't know nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got a little twang to it. That's how I be, you know, here. You know. Right. What you got, Mervyn? What you mean what I got? Uh, come on, get to talking. Uh-uh. 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 No, ma'am. <laughs> now, I just said. I just gave you y'all just... a whole speech I was ill-prepared. Mervyn, what is your excuse? I literally work all day Saturday. What happened today and yesterday? What you off for work today and yesterday? Yeah. See, y'all see. I told you. I was busy today. I was actually doing stuff and being productive today. Mervyn was cleaning his apartment. And, and sprucing on. it up. You could have put the TV on. I got me a new the shower. TV was pro- the TV was on, wasn't it? I got me a new shower curtain, too. Pretty, the TV was on, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah, and? Uh-uh, you suck. You suck. You really suck. I just want to let you know. Anyways, That's not nice. Guys, well, I hope you cry about it later. Also, Anyways, to be fair to you, it really wasn't that big of a weekend in college football anyway. Right. It's, so there's uh, also that. Well, I'm not going to say that. Well, anyways, um, yeah, so, oh, Appalachian State won again. Mm-hmm. Off of a Hail Mary. Right. Well, um, Did you see yeah. the, I saw a video, um, it was a like a sorority house at Troy. And, like, I guess they were watching it and thought they had won and then realized they didn't. And the <laughs> the the range of emotions from, yeah, to that, that range of emotions, it made me chuckle a little bit because I've been there. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty funny to see that. Yeah, I saw the video of them rushing the field. So I was mm-hmm. like, why is Appalachian State rushing the field against Troy? But then I saw why. The Hail Mary, as the clock expires, mm-hmm. and game day is at your school. Yep. For the first time in history, that's something to celebrate. So shout out to Appalachian State. Um, they had the um, shootout with North Carolina first week. Mm-hmm. They beat. A&M the second week. Yep. Got my boy Haynes King benched. And then a Hail Mary as the time the clock expires with game day in your small mm-hmm. town. Congrats, App State fans. Um, Let's you know, post more of those. Um, I did see some of the U of H game. U of H Kansas. You didn't miss much. Um... Well, I was watching until it got uh, rain delayed, you mm-hmm. know, for uh, lightning in the area. And um, we were in it at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we got a little bit more work to do between now and July 1st 
uh, when we're officially Big 12 members. Because the game against Tech was like, okay, we can hang around. Letting Kansas come into your building and beat you like that? That's not good. It's not a good look, guys. Yeah. Because we did get beat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, we did. That's, that's exactly what yeah. happened. I was like, what, what? What is happening? Yeah, a lot of yeah. it was a lot of it was a lot of spanking going on in college football this weekend. Uh, also, I just realized looking through that there was only two ranked matchups this week. One of them was uh the A and M and Miami game, which um shout out to what's his name Matt Johnson something like that. Um, I've heard complaints on the ticket from uh one of the guys because his daughter goes to A and M, so he kind of keeps up with him. But, um, yeah, apparently Jimbo doesn't like to throw the ball around a lot. And that shows when you only score 17 points at home against Miami, who... I don't think he trusts his quarterback. You know what? That's probably very true. I when know you it is to, true. When you have after, to bench one. <laughs> yeah. After the game, because, um, you know, Haynes King started the first two games. Right. Stuck up the joint. Um, sorry, Haynes. Um, he's had a couple <laughs> bad games. Right. Um, and he benches Haynes, and it's after uproar from AM fans. Like, we want to see a new quarterback. That's all anybody was talking about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the pressure's there. He benches Haynes, starts the other guy. Mac Johnson, what is his name? Anyways, starts the other guy. Um, and then after the game, yes, after Johnson. they. Huh? Mac Johnson. Mac Johnson. Max Johnson. Max Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Um, starts Max, Max Johnson. He gets you a win over a ranked opponent. And then still, after the game, you basically say quarterback position is anybody's job, still. But, yeah, it was a lot of, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of running. Uh, they got Devon A-Chain on their team. Um, yeah, I mean, you got somebody like that on your team, I run it too. You know, be safe with it. If it's working, it's working. I think he had a, a – a punt return as well or something like that or that was that the game before that was the game before i'm tripping mm -hmm. um but yeah shut the end in you know mm -hmm. as they try to figure it out and yeah uh also the other the only other ranked matchup was oregon and byu which oregon looked like they knew how to play football because they won by 21 against byu um uh, yeah didn't really see much of it because why would i watch oregon football and byu i was also at work yeah like i said there was really a whole bunch of this was somehow cu another cupcake week in college football because it really wasn't a lot going on who did notre dame play uh i don't remember but they finally got a win let me see cow they played cow that's who it was yep. um they almost lost yeah they did <laughs> they sure did they only yep. they won by seven you're right they almost lost. It was like some last-minute stuff, like mm -hmm. a last-minute fumble returned, or so. It was some last-minute stuff, some crazy stuff, right. and they almost lost. And then they coach Marcus Freeman, you know, the black man, right? Um, started his career on three. Um, <laughs> Murphy, did you have to laugh? I'm just, I'm just. I, I'm sorry. Stating I, the facts, but yes, he is the only mm -hmm. Notre Dame coach to start their career mm -hmm. there. Oh, and three. Right. Um, Speaking but of then he seemed oh. very animated, like, yeah, I told my guys, you know, like, we can't, they watching us, uh, you know, we, mm -hmm. like, 
they they want us to fail. Like they gonna basically. You know, well, see, that's what I was gonna so. mention. Just like Charlie Strong in Texas, it might some, be some people out there that want to see you fail. You better get it together, brother, before uh, <laughs> before they showing you out the door too. Get together. Speaking of black coaches, wait, 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 wait. Matt was at the game. He was at the game. Yep. He was at the game. First, first, first time, time back on back. campus. Yeah, since 2012. Yeah. Dang, you know, he said. You know, I'm I. I'm gonna get my story out. Right, about to say that documentary had to come out first. And then I'm going outside again. Right. Which, shout shout out to he him. He had a standing ovation. He looked like he was about to cry from mm-hmm. standing ovation. I was like, oh, because I'm sorry. he did have a disgraceful exit. Yeah, he did. College football, very. very which wasn't which wasn't completely wasn't his fault. fault. Well, right. hold on, hold on, hold on. I say completely. I guess since we don't have much to talk about here, I'm going to go ahead and insert this comment and I'm going to keep it pushing. Maybe, just maybe, meet the girl before you really start doing all this. I'm just saying. Says the guy with zero game. Right. Which is why, <laughs> I, but I, you're right. I don't have much game, but I've never been catfished. Because any woman I've ever dealt with, I've met in person. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not blaming Man Tateo. I saw the documentary. You, he has all my support on, on this because the other person is a complete and total piece of garbage. Right? But maybe just meet the person before you start making them such an integral part of your life and of your being. I'm just but saying. That was- you know, that was back when he was new to the internet. Like, right. you, know, you didn't you didn't know how that worked. You're I right. When I was new to the internet, I had some boy's picture as my profile picture, like that went to my school. His sister was just like, um, here's a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he oh. didn't see this. Yes. <laughs> like you know, he was you know, he thought he had a genuine connection. He. We, they didn't, you know, they weren't talking about catfishes like they was nowadays back then. You know? Yeah. But shout out to Matt Tateo. You know, mm-hmm. still to this day, um, there are still people who didn't know he had got catfish. You know, some people, for some people, the story stopped that he had a fake girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, getting the story out there. You know? Right. But yeah, uh, you said speaking of black coaches. Yeah, uh, Nebraska has their first black coach in uh, school history, not just football history. Oh, yeah. Um, and they got drilled by 35. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, well, he just took over, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So I'm not blaming him, but I'm just saying. Um, look, like I said about Notre Dame and South Bend, Indiana. Like I said about Austin, Texas with Charlie Strong. Black man, you better get it together. Now, I know this ain't your fault. You didn't put this team together. You are not the original head coach or whatever the college equivalent of a general manager would be. But... Getting beat by 35 at home is not a good look, even if it is to Oklahoma, who could very well be looking to be in the playoffs this year. Just saying. Yeah. Um, any other games? Uh, Wake Forest almost lost to Liberty. Um, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Let's see. Um, since I guess we won't talk about it later, Texas Southern beat Southern by 24 and then got real disrespectful during the halftime show. Uh, but I'll send you that video later because, you know. 
send me the video with a timestamp because I'm not trying to scroll through. Well, no, it's minutes. it's I'll, I'll okay. I'll send it to you where the the fun really starts because it's your type of carrying on. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, <laughs> okay. I'll send that to you. I think that's who the TikToks were. Remember when I told you I stumbled across some HBCU TikTok beef? I think it was with Texas Southern and Southern's bands. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. But I did. But I did. Original. The first place I saw it was on TikTok, and then I seen it on Instagram, and then on the YouTube's. Oh no, this was before the matchup. Oh well. A couple of weeks ago. Oh, I don't know them. Anyways, okay, well. Okay, well, that was quick. Quickest college football wrap up we've had in forever. Well, because you know, normally, you know, if I don't carry. Well, I'm sorry. We fall down, but we get up. Thank you. Oof, it almost took over me. Oh my God. The spirit. The spirit of what? Amen. The spirit of Crown or Jack? I'm not drinking any (laughs) alcohol. Thank you very much. This is Mio. You know the Mio that you squirt for water? Mm hmm. I actually. Have not just I just haven't drank alcohol like that in a minute. Look, when look I go out, you. of course. Right. But not at home, like a fat glass of wine, like I used to. Look at you. I blame inflation, honestly. Mm. It's not for it is, trying to be better. It is. Exp- yeah. It is expensive. <laughs> yes, it is. Anyways. You know, um, hold on, no, hold on. Now that you mention it, because that wine might get more expensive, but I feel like my go-to stuff, my Crown Apple. It's gonna be. It's been the same price even through all this inflation. I'm gonna be honest. I get crown peach quite often. Mm-hmm. I always have a bottle, but I have no idea how much it costs. Hmm. I'm just gonna be honest with you there. So I know the apple is thirty-five for the seven hundred fifty milliliter. Yeah. I would get seven fifty. Yeah, yeah. Feel like if I'm buying a liter, that's a, that's overkill at that point. But yeah, the seven fifty, <laughs> I think it's it's twenty five or thirty five, and I think it's more on the thirty five side. I don't know. Yeah, remember. I'm thinking thirty five too. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. The 30s. Good stuff. Good stuff. Also, um, have you ever had pure white Hennessy? I have. It was a long time ago, and I did not like it. Really. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I also had the black Hennessy, Hennessy Black as well. I haven't had that. Did did not like it. I think I bought me some Hennessy Black. Hmm. Or black, whatever it's called. Hmm. You know, back in the day, you know, I used to. Yeah, I know. Throwing back, back in the day. I know you, know you know did. Yeah. Woo! Your girl could bottle alone by myself and still be fine. It's terrible. I, I want you to know that I hope your liver is still working correctly. That's the craziest part. Still be fine. Mm. But yeah, I know somebody going on a cruise here in about a month or so. So I'm going to make sure I'm uh, I already put in my request for a bottle of yeah, white Hennessy when they uh, when they come back. <laughs> Cuz you can't get it in the, you can't get it in the states. I don't understand why. It's stupid. Uh so yeah. You could get it a while ago, couldn't you? And then they banned it. Or I don't know. It's always been banned. As far as as far as I know, I've never been able to buy it in the States. I've only had to buy it on a cruise ship or get it from somebody who's been on a cruise. Mm. 
Yeah. I saw a picture one time of this guy. He had like 20 bottles mm-hmm. of um, Hennessy White and he you had can sell prices. That. Yeah. He had prices above. I said, dang, not him hustling for the liquor. I mean, okay. You don't want to pay my price? Go buy your own. Oh, wait. You can't. So, $100. Thank you. Uh, uh, it's pretty good. Chiefs Chargers. Uh, last week's NFL uh, slate started on Thursday night on Amazon Prime, which I'm going to go ahead and be that guy for about five seconds. Only because I couldn't stream it on Twitch because I was at work. But maybe, just maybe, we have an option for those of us who are, I don't know, at establishments who don't have streaming fire sticks plugged into their TVs because their bosses might not be too happy about that. Maybe let's not drive everything into the digital realm. Let's always be able to access the football game uh, through normal means is all I'm asking because some of us like to be able to watch the game no matter where they are. Now, I also understand it's NFL and it's about the bottom line. And money rules the world of the NFL. I feel like they should have gave Amazon Prime one of these Monday night games mm-hmm. so that people had an option to watch another one at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if you weren't watching uh, uh, Chiefs Chargers, you was watching what, baseball? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, it. That, that's all you had. Yeah. So, yeah, just putting that out there. Now, I've gone back. I said watch, though. Huh? I still watch live though. No, no, no and, and Thanks, don't get me wrong. For your Amazon if I was account. if I was at home, I would have watched live too. So don't get it twisted. I'm just complaining because I couldn't see the game because I was at work. Uh, see, I was at home, then I went to work, and at work, my TV doesn't have Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. so I have to put it on one of my monitors. So yeah. it was a little, it was a little bothersome. Right, um, but it was a good game. I did go back and watch the highlights. Um, one, in in case anybody forgot, Justin Herbert is the truth. Um, of course, Patrick Mahomes is, but I don't think anybody's ever uh, debating that. Also, still getting that offense to work without Tyreek Hill. Now, I would like to go to the end of the game, to where it really mattered, to where the game was decided, and it was on the pick six. Because I've heard both sides of it. I've heard the side of, if you're Everett, if you're the tight end, uh well let let's lead it up let's let's pull it you let's lead up to it so the ch- uh charges are going down they're Why trying to pull me well you know I'd like to get to the end of it <laughs> you like to give all the fluff right um so the charges are going down to put the, to get the ball in the end zone uh the tight end Everett goes for a long run for a long play or whatever he's had a couple big plays so he's tired he's you know hey yo coach you know tapping the helmet trying to get out right. But uh, Brandon Staley is like, hey, no, actually stay in there so that they can't substitute. Let's go quick, and then, you know, let's get in the end zone and and hit them in the mouth. Well, the issue is when a player is telling you that they're tired, they're actually tired. Because if there's anything about an athlete, which I heard they were talking about Dak today, kind of same thing. Athletes will lie to you if they're hurt. They won't tell you that they're hurt. If they're tired, they won't tell you that they're tired because they want to play. So if an athlete is bringing them, is asking you to bring them out, it's probably for a good reason. You probably should bring them out. And then, that's number one, but then don't run a play to them. Thank you. Absolutely. Like that was, and then the same thing. They were talking about that. I forgot what show it was, but they were talking about that. It's like, 
he was so tired, he couldn't, you know, be in the community. He didn't hear, I don't know if he didn't hear the play call. He couldn't move or adjust to wherever Justin Herbert threw the ball. Justin Herbert thought he was going to be more inside. He wasn't because he's, I don't know, dog tired. So don't run a play to him. Now, on the other end of it, I understand how tired you are. Still got to give everything you got. I'm not blaming Mr. Everett at all, but because most of the blame is going on the coach staff for keeping him in there. Don't keep a tired player in there when you in crunch time and you clearly need to get the ball in the end zone and not throw a pick six the other way. So, yeah, Kansas City gets pick six. Uh, what gets the interception runs it all the way back, and that's pretty much ball game. Justin Herbert tries to bring them back like he tends to do, but unfortunately, uh, they couldn't pull it off. Just showing that, well, honestly, here's my thing with the Chiefs and Chargers. They all one. They always see. They always give us a good game. It don't matter mm-hmm. what uh you know where it is, whether it's in now L. A. or in uh Kansas City. It's I always concur. a good one. I uh, because last year was the one that went to overtime, and they just let Travis Kelsey just you know run all up and down the field during overtime. Correct. Right. But even then, got to overtime. It was a good game. Right. Um. So yeah, it's it's gonna be. I like this matchup because one. Well, mostly because I feel like it's going to be one of those matchups. Maybe not the same caliber as the uh, Peyton Manning-Tom Brady matchups that we got for about 10 years or so. But this Mahomes-Herbert matchup, I think, is pretty much going to be one of those up there on that same level. Especially since they're in the same division and they're going to play each other twice a year. I look forward to watching them play each other twice a year. Derek Carr, too. That that little trio of Carr, Mahomes, and... Uh, and Herbert, I love it. Only reason I'm not throwing. Mahomes said Derek Carr sucked. I didn't say he sucked. I said he's not nearly the best quarterback in the division. Um, yeah, and also the only reason I'm not throwing Russell Wilson in there is because Russell Wilson is in year 11 at this point, so I'm not counting him out anytime soon. But you know, I don't know. And he just got there, and it seems like the Broncos don't know what the hell they're doing. At least the other three look like they got their head on straight. <laughs> Uh, well, aren't the Raiders 0-2 right now? The Ra- No, the Raiders, oh, yes, they are. They are. But that's because Hunter Renfro don't know how to hold on to the football. I'm dead. And we're going to get to him in a minute. I'm dead, are we? Yeah. You know, part of the comeback season, you know, because oh. that was a comeback. Yeah. Go ahead. Take All right. Over. Well, since I guess that's the first one we'll get to. Um. So, yeah, Arizona. Uh, took their uh, talents to the black hole um, and had their own little comeback because they were down big in the third. Was it the third, fourth quarter? I don't remember. But we this was the game we had on. Uh, no, we got this game after the Texans game went off because I couldn't watch the Cowboys on Sunday. That's the other thing I'm mad about. But that, I'm not as mad about that when I get it. They, oh, baby. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Hold on. So, yeah. Cardinals and... Um, and the Raiders, Cardinals come back. Um, Kyler Murray has a two-point conversion, by the way. They had to get two. They were down 16. They had to get two touchdowns, two two-point conversions. The first one took a literal 20 seconds of real time, which, uh-huh. number one, uh, if anybody's ever played any game of tag or whatever where you got to duck and dodge people for 20 seconds, that's tiring, number one. So to be able to just you know hold on and be able to make that happen, that's, that's great on its own. And then to find the end zone 
and then to get the ball back and do it again. It's amazing. Uh, also, I know that Kyler Murray has never been confused for the most accurate, you know, dime-throwing, you know, just bullet-throwing passer. But that pass he delivered on that second two-point conversion Dart. was one of the best passes I've seen out of him ever. Dart. Again, after on the touchdown run, running around, somebody <laughs> somebody said Kyler Murray is like, uh, he runs around like a toddler that stole your phone. He does. He does. <laughs> and that's exactly how he plays. But he's he's evading the sack mm-hmm. so just subtly. He's, and it's still that's, direct in traffic. Right. That's where the size helps. Because he's small enough to be elusive. Peyton Manning and Tom Brady aren't pulling it off because they're a lot bigger. Uh, but Kyler Murray being so small and still so fast, he's able to do that. And then... Center of gravity. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we get into overtime. And the Raiders have the ball. And they're marching. They're trying to get downfield. They're trying to get something. Right? Derek Carr passes to one of his best targets, Mr. Hunter Renfro. What does he do? Gets a few yards. Shot to fight for a few more. Gets the ball punched out. But it's okay. It's okay. Gets back on it. <laughs> it's all good, right? Um, and then, was it? I don't think it was the very next play, but I'm going to just say the next play. Because it doesn't matter. Gets it to his guy again, Mr. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro trying to get some more yards. Gets the ball punched out. And, but this time, Arizona picks it up. Scoop and score. Other way, touchdown, which again had to be re- which had to be reviewed because once again somebody can't hold the ball hold for the a ball. half second longer yeah. and just go ahead and we don't even have to think twice about it. Just uh, at least he had crossed the goal line. Okay, barely, barely, barely. Yes. It wasn't Deshaun Jackson. It wasn't that kid from Utah against Oregon a few years ago. But still, you are in the NFL. You're part of what's gotten you here is having the 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 peace of my, well the the presence of mind to know the game situations. Just a half second longer, and you could have been celebrating five minutes earlier. But no, you want to just toss the ball. You don't have to do that. You're already there. Nobody's around you. Just hold the ball. Take one step in the end zone. And you can toss that ball through the top of the stadium for all we care because you won the game. That's all I'm saying. But shout out to them and Vegas pretty much gave the game away. Yeah, and the Raiders are 0-2. They are. But, I mean, losing to the Chargers in week one and then Arizona in week two. It's not like they lost to some slouches. They, right, but 0-2 is still 0-2. Yeah, it is. And I forget the stat, but it's pretty much if you start at 0 and 2, you're pretty much not <laughs> you're not making the playoffs essentially. Now, it's well, especially starting out 0 and 2 and being in the AFC West cuz even though like I said Denver don't know what they're doing, you still got to face Russell Wilson twice this year too. Um and he's eventually going to get things figured out. Uh get together soon. Right. Another comeback out there in good old Baltimore. Where Action Jackson had himself a hell of a game. Um, he and his receivers were doing all that they wanted to do. They were, you know, just out here balling up by uh, 
<laughs> a lot. Hold on, let me do the math real quick. Seven plus twenty-one, that's twenty-eight thirty-five. Up by twenty-one going into the fourth quarter. Which pretty much says you've won this game. Until Sunday happened. Because somehow I think Baltimore forgot that they had Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. They forgot about Tyreek Hill first. That's a really that, 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 which which you know what, let's start there. The cheetah got loose. <laughs> that, look, if you if you were to tell me that the team has Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, I would say, okay, look. If we cover the top and Jalen Waddle beats us because he's catching underneath routes and made somebody miss, I would say, you know what? Shout out to Jalen Waddle. He must have had a hell of a game. And he did. But to let Tyreek Hill get behind you, I get that he's fast. I get that he's most likely, he's pretty much the fastest guy in the league. But you know he's on the field. You see him. You should have bracket coverage on him at all times. I would have my, I would have a safety 30 yards deep. Okay. If he would just have to beat me underneath. Well, I see what you're saying there. But at the same time, Tua is also, not Tua, uh, Tyreek Hill is also very small and very elusive. Right. The man don't mean to be running real routes. He just run around. To right. Get open. And again, okay. I'll give you that. Let's look at last year when he was still with the Chiefs. That one run he had against the Bills where he caught like a 10-yard route and made made a couple of people miss and was giving somebody the deuces at the 10-yard line. Again, if that happens, then that's fine. Yeah. But again, I get what you, I get what you mean. But Tyreek Hill, that but again, that's a 10-yard route he caught. Tyreek Hill caught one in the end zone. Why is he behind you? <laughs> as a safety and as a defensive coordinator, if I'm Mike McDonald, you got to answer to me. Because why is he behind you? He should never be behind you without the ball in his hand. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, your boy Lamar Jackson was on the sideline. You know that Tyreek, uh, Tyrese me. What else do you want from me? <laughs> hey, look, 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 man. I don't want. See, here's the thing. Because I know somebody. I feel like somebody has probably found a way to blame Lamar Jackson for this when it's clearly not his fault because he put up th- he put up 300 yards passing. He put up a 142 passer rate on Sunday. Exactly. So he did his job. Every ounce of blame when you put up 38 points and you lose should always go on the defense. I'm not just talking mm-hmm. about Lamar on Sunday. I'm talking about any situation in the National Football League mm-hmm. where this is not – this the offenses are running, offenses are high. But there's also still good defenses on the other side. So anytime you score 35 points, that should be a win in the NFL. So whatever blame you got, I need you to put it on the Dolphins defensive coordinator and see had they not fired Brian Flores after last season, maybe they would have had a solid defense and won this game. Uh, let me rephrase that. Maybe they would have had a solid defense and not giving up 38 points. Sorry. Baltimore is the person with the, uh, is the team with the defensive coordinator that needs to take a lot of blame. Got confused. And you know what I mean. Anyway, Baltimore's <laughs> defense should be ashamed of themselves for allowing 28 points in the fourth quarter. You were up and you had the game win and you blew it. Speaking of another team that blew it, a team that is super notorious for just being the the epitome of suck is what this team is. 
in that no we'll get to them in a second um we're talking about the cleveland browns who were up not one but two touchdowns inside the two-minute warning because mr nick chubb is apparently not a a a student of the ty Gurley uh school of running back in which he would say forget the fantasy owners i almost said somebody something else forget my fantasy owners i got a game to win and i don't need to get in the end zone here because the other team doesn't have any timeouts if i just get down at the one yard line we're just going to run the clock out and we'll win this game that's what Todd girl used to do and he used to piss his fantasy owners off but he didn't care mr nick chubb on the other hand being up by seven Coming up to the two-minute warning. So, you know what? That's cool. I'm going to go ahead and get the end zone because I, I see a free lane. And I'm going to take it. Up by two uh, so up by two scores, 13 points, about a minute 58 left. Right? So, we're inside the two-minute warning. And then, somehow, someway, Mr. Joseph Flacco found his elite status that he had back in 2012 when he was winning the Super Bowl. And robbing the uh, robbing the Ravens of a bunch of money, right? Uh, because he led his team down the field in about two plays. Another situation where I saw the dots on this because I saw a video where they were breaking this down. Um, again, if you're up by two scores with two minutes left, maybe don't let a receiver on a nine route just have a free run and get behind you, especially if you're the safety. I'm just saying. Because uh, that's exactly what happened. Jets got on. Uh, Jets took the lead down from uh, fourteen to seven. I'm sorry. No, thirteen to set, uh, to six. Sorry, can't do math this late. So they did that, right? Then they get an onside kick, and then what do they do? They march right back down the field <laughs> and score another touchdown, scoring not one but two touchdowns within two minutes and taking the lead. So now. As brisket, as you as you call them, has to now now has to now go from let's not blow the game to okay. Now I have to go win a football game. I wasn't expecting to be in a situation five minutes ago. We're over here celebrating and all that stuff, right? Wrong. What does Mister Brisket do? He throws a pick. So the Jets literally go from blowing all their timeouts and trying to get the ball back with enough time to try to do something. To getting the ball back, down two scores with two minutes left, scoring, getting the onside kick, scoring again, catching a pick, and taking the knee to, uh, to kill the game. This right here, again, I know we talk bad about the Cowboys, and rightfully so. But I think there are other organizations that deserve all the smoke that you give the Cowboys. One, the Lions, and two, the Cleveland Browns. Because the Cleveland Browns pull off stuff like this all the time. I don't know if you've seen the pictures from outside the stadium uh, from Sunday afternoon, but they were absolutely horrific. There was a husband and wife wearing brown jerseys with the number four. The husband was rubbing and the ladies was tugging. That's literally what the name said on the back of their jerseys. I'm not joking. Oh, and if that wasn't bad, for, bad enough for you, there was somebody who took a dummy Gave him the biggest Woody you've ever seen with a towel over it and put a sign on there that said, Happy endings are not illegal. Again, I'm not lying. There are actual pictures of this. So I'm not saying that all Browns fans deserve to have this fate happen to you. 
But the ones who were involved in this foolishness and tomfoolery, you kind of brought this on yourselves. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, Cleveland is one of those teams where people think are they're in the dumps. So. They are. Let's not forget. Ain't no think about it. They had locked beer ca- locked beer cabinets saying you got to win a game and then we'll open it up and everybody get one for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it had to be Bud Light. It couldn't have been a good beer brand. I get why it was Bud Light because it's the official beer of the NFL, but be like, can we get uh can I exchange that for something else, please? Thank you. Right, right. All right. Uh now on to the Cowboys. Who started Cooper Rush and have somehow brightened my spirits, even though Dak isn't playing, because the Cowboys came out and got a win, even though they scored fourteen in, in the first quarter, uh went up seventeen to three, and needed a Brett Meyer fifty four yarder to seal it. Uh but we're not here to talk about the Cowboys. We're here to talk about the team that they were playing on Sunday. The Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals, right? I have had this thought, and I kind of looked it up right before we started recording, that Super Bowl losers have a horrible season the next year. And it's kind of backed up a little bit. Um, and I think this is what the Bengals are about to have to deal with. Other than the Patriots, pretty much any Super Bowl loser in the past, like 10 to 15 years, has had a horrible season or pretty much missed the playoffs entirely. Not, again, not counting the Patriots and not counting the Chiefs uh, in the past couple of years because obviously the Chiefs won the uh, AFC Championship last year. But the Bengals look horrible. Um, I think that they may have caught lightning in a bottle last year and didn't capitalize on it because here's a couple things. I know they've been working on their line. I, saw that they got, I know they got Lyle Collins. But Joe Burrow got sacked six times and i give i give him a pass because you got michael parsons and demarcus lawrence and dorance armstrong and a few other guys on that offensive on that defensive line in dallas that can cause some uh that can wreak some havoc so i give him a pass for having to do with at least those top two guys but if you know your line is terrible as joe burrow you got to relax on trying to go for the home run and taking five or seven step drops. And maybe you need to employ the Tom Brady method of catch, turn, and hit your receiver in the chest with the ball. The, I mean, seriously. You wonder why Tom Brady's playing at 45 years old. It's because he doesn't take unnecessary hits. He doesn't try to get out of the pocket as much, causing more hits. Because I'm pretty sure when Joe Burrow got hurt his rookie year, he wasn't standing in the pocket. He was running around, right? Right. Now, granted, some of that was because he had absolutely no offensive line at that point. But still, if you know you don't have it, you got to do what you can to protect yourself. And he's not, he hasn't really been doing that a lot lately. I mean, and is it that on the coaching staff? Though? No, that's on the coaching staff, too. I'm about to say, Joe Burrow don't know what's going on. He, I saw a video of him the other day trying to slide. And the, have you seen this video? Uh-uh. He's trying to slide, and the ref is just like, mm. Uh, not quite there. He was like, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Oh, I've seen that. But, I mean, I think that was from his rookie year. But, like... If, still very funny. No, absolutely. But, but again, my thing is, okay, look, the coaching staff ain't, hadn't done anything about it. The front office hasn't done any, really done much to address this. Yeah, they got Panay Sewell last year. Yeah, they got Lyle Collins in the offseason from Dallas. Yeah, I'm sure they're making moves, but clearly it's not working all, or it hasn't gelled together like it needs to. So, until it does... Mr. Jamar Chase, 
we're going to be running slants and curl routes for a little bit until we can get the protection up to where I can hit you on the deep post or on the nine. They haven't gotten there yet. And him having to sit there and pat the baby and hold on to the football is going to get him hurt again. Again. 70 sacks last year. He's got sacked six times this week. And I'm pretty sure it was close to six sacks last week having to do with T.J. White. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I didn't agree last year when he was like, oh, he ain't going to be able to stand up. Like, but yeah, it ain't looking. Yeah, he need to get, yeah. Make the y'all line look like. <laughs> and again, don't get Obviously, I love Dallas's defense. I think we're looking the best we've looked in a long time. Right. But we're not a six-sack defense. No, you're not. Like, you know, you give Michael one, maybe, you know, two two sacks one game, maybe a half here. You know, he'll do some stuff to Marcus Lawrence and move some stuff around. But we ain't just got a, a line full of world beaters. We're not the doomsday defense. We should not be getting six sacks on you. And we should not – you should be – as the Bengals, who, again, were in the Super Bowl last year, you should be scoring more than 17 points against our defense. We're not – like I said, we're good – but you have been one to note that we are very feast or famine. We will give up a bunch of yards, and we will let you put the ball in the end zone every now and then. Sure will. So, so for for it to be for that to be the case, seventeen points ain't gonna cut it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but shout out to the Dallas defense for only allowing seventeen points to the, you know, AFC champion last year. Shout out to y'all. Yes, yes. Shout out. Shout out. Dallas fans rejoice. You know, I might rejoice. even I might actually go to the game on a on the second. Who y'all got next? Oh, uh, y'all play Monday. Play yeah, Monday? Monday we got uh New York. Oh, the Giants. Yeah, which New York is actually favored. Where do you think? I mean, I I, I, I see, see why. why. Yeah. Um. So Dak, I'm hearing now should. Could come back within two games. Right. That's what you, that's what your boy Jerry Jones said lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but even when Dak does come back, do you think y'all could win y'all division just by looking at the other teams in your division currently? So the issue is Philly, right? Yes, it uh, is. Because because Jalen hurts. Jalen hurts looked like a. We're not gonna talk about him. He's coming up, but Jalen hurts looked amazing last night. <laughs> Like, he, he looked like he's on a mission to keep his job. Because <laughs> that's really where it is at this point. If he, <laughs> Let's be real. Um, yes, this is Seems like a great season. guy. Yeah, but this yeah. is the time where it's like, all right, look. You're either going to be making – you're either finna get $200 million or you're finna be back in Houston uh, selling insurance. Um, which, I, nah, I'm joking. They would He would be a backup before he gets to that point. But you get the point. Right. Uh, but yeah, when it comes to the division, uh, Washington is Washington, and New York. They started off two and zero, but they play the Titans, who look like they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and Carolina, so because it was you know it's teams that start off three and zero all the time and then fall off. That was the Cowboys in twenty nineteen. We started off three and zero, ended up three and three, and then missed missed the playoffs. So it it happens all the time. But yeah, I if it's the one team, I'm I'm not just gonna outright say we'll win the division because Philadelphia does exist. But if I mean if we get past them, we're we're solid. Oh, 
Okay, guess not. Thought you had something. <laughs> so speaking of Jalen Hurts, since you uh, since you mentioned him, um, I don't know. See this, I don't know what it is about Monday nights, but it's always just it's. I want good games on Monday Monday night, like we keep getting on Thursdays and like we have on Sunday nights, and like somehow we get you know just during the noon kickoffs on Sundays. Because last night was good for me. I will say that. Let's let's hold off on this real quick. No, I'll get to that in a second. Last night. Sorry. We'll get to them in a second. But these games are terrible. Outside of out of the outside of the first yeah. quarter, these games are yeah. absolute awful. Now, there's a reason. Because talking about the Eagles and the Vikings game, for some reason, Kirk Cousins is amazing. He's a he's a solid, really he's a winning quarterback. When it comes to, if you want to talk Eastern Time, one o'clock and four thirty. If he, if the game is kicking off at those time slots, then you know having Kirk Cousins on your team is a real good spot to be in. But for some reason, when the sun goes down, the freaks come out and the lights come on. Kirk Cousins is absolutely awful in prime time. Freaks. Well, you know, the freaks come out at night. The freaks come out at night. You never heard that? Yes, I do. Okay, thank you. Yes, I, I have. I'm just making sure. Uh, but, yeah, Kirk Cousins is absolutely terrible. Also, just realized that he is the definition of medi- mediocrity because his record as a starter is 60-60-2. I don't know that you can get any more average than that. Um, and I thought the Cowboys were the definition of mediocre, but Kirk Cousins clearly has that beat. So, yeah, they came out, and they laid an absolute egg last night. They let this – before I say this, this is no disrespect to Jalen Hurts because I think Jalen Hurts is a cool guy. He seems like a cool guy. If he ever wants to come on the show, he's more than welcome to occupy our podcast for 15 to 20 minutes and talk about whatever he wants to talk about, right? But he is not Tom Brady. He is not Peyton Manning. He's not Russell Wilson. He is not a top-notch quarterback. Again, he's very much on that line of if he doesn't have a baller season this year, he's not going to be in Philadelphia because Philadelphia is drafting a quarterback with their first pick this year. Okay, but right now he's doing But well. right now he's doing amazing. What was, what was the stat he broke? Uh, he's the first person since Michael Vick or only person since Michael Vick with 300 300- Passing yards and 150 rushing yards or something like that, and so, two touchdowns. Or something like sounds that. right. Come on now, don't. What? Let's praise the king. No, but I was getting there. Okay. I was getting there. You but didn't what sound I'm like it, but no, I... but because what I'm saying is nobody outside of maybe Dan Orlovsky, because for some reason he loves the Eagles and Carson Wentz. Uh, nobody's ever accusing Jalen Hurts of being that guy that's going to win the Super Bowl. But he came out last night and threw, threw for 333 yards. <laughs> he went 26 of 31 through the air. That's that's one of them stat lines where you're like, all right, wait a minute, hold on. Let's make sure this is the right guy in that helmet and in them shoulder pads. Because he absolutely went off yesterday. And not just through the air, running too. Because nobody could bring this man down at all. He's out here... Being caught looking like Kyler Murray's big brother, 
because he was at nobody could tackle him. It didn't matter what he was doing. He was getting at everything. And the Eagles offense was pretty much humming all night last night. Getting them to 2-0 and again. Who did they play last week? Um, was it the Jaguars? Nah. It was somebody. Sorry. Oh, the, oh Lions. the Lions. Who they almost lost to. They only won by yes. three. Um, but, yeah, playing the Lions in the uh, – and the Vikings, the Eagles are expected to start out 2-0. But if you're a good team, if you're a solid team, if you're a contented team, then you do what you're expected to do, which is beat teams that you're supposed to beat. Right, right. And again, also, the Vikings look like hot garbage after they went out and beat Aaron Rodgers in week one, which is a gift because Aaron Rodgers just for some reason seems to suck in week one every year. Um, now to the other game, the game that, Made me so happy, and won me my fantasy uh, fantasy game this week. Would you like to know why, Ashley? Why what? You just told us why. No, I didn't tell you exactly why. So you said the game that makes you so happy and won you your fantasy. This right, week? because I have the stellar match, stellar combination of not just Josh Allen, but Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, which is great to me because every time Diggs gets something, that means it's Josh Allen's numbers too. Right? Well, everybody who know fantasy know that's the trick. Okay? We all well, no, no, no. Know. I didn't unlock the secret till this year. I had never done what? this. Because my thought was always, what? because my thought was always, if that quarterback is off, then the receiver's off. And, then, you know, you got to diversify your funds every now and then. You can't just have right. all your eggs in one basket. Right. But a duo, you definitely want a duo in right. there. Also, I have Devin Singletary, and he's giving me absolutely nothing. So, if anybody in my fantasy <laughs> league is looking, I need a running back, please. Uh yeah, but yeah, Stefan Diggs went absolutely insane last night, as did Josh Allen, as did the entire Buffalo Bills squad. Um, I don't know what got into them. I don't know who pissed them off other than the Chiefs and whoever's made the overtime rules for the past few years. Um, but it wasn't the Titans. They did not have to come out here and beat them by 34 last night. But they came out here and beat them by 34 last night. <laughs> and, like, it wasn't even – there was no point in the game where I was like, hmm, this looks like a close game. Hmm, this like this might go down to the wire. Even when it was 10-7. Why? Because the team in blue has the guy who I think is going to win the MVP this year, who a lot of people are picking to win the Super Bowl this year. And for once in a long time, people have said – this team looks like they can win the Super Bowl. This team looks like can, they can do it. And they actually come out in the first couple of weeks look like they can do it. Because every time we do this, every time we say, oh, this is a Super Bowl contender, Super Bowl favorite, they come out and look absolutely terrible the first couple of weeks. But I'm going to tell you something. Stefan Diggs is tired of watching other people win trophies. Josh Allen is probably just as tired. Except Josh Allen didn't stay out on the field. He went to the locker room after they lost to the Chiefs in the uh, AFC Championship. They are both t- uh, both probably still upset, again, at the fact that they didn't even get to touch the ball in overtime. And so they're probably slightly pissed off at their defense. So they're not leaving anything in their hands either. I'm dead. I'm dead. I said it. But them two, mixed with Sean McDermott and a hopefully better defense that can stop somebody with 13 seconds, they are on a mission. And I know this is not a hot opinion or anything, but... 
God help anybody who has to face the Buffalo Bills this season. I'm so glad the Cowboys are not one of the teams that has to face them. Because, my God. I Look, again, I love our defense. I would love to see the matchup of the brothers, of Trayvon versus Stefan. That seems like that's going to be a fun matchup when they play each other would next year. Would it be a fun matchup? Yes. Or would Trayvon Diggs just get burnt? I'm like sure it'll be, it'll be back and forth. I'm sure it'll be back and forth. It'll be right. Anyway. I'm right. Looking, look, let me put it like this. I would love to see the matchup, but I'm not looking forward to it, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Okay, that's a better answer. Right. Yeah, I turned to the uh, Buffalo Bills game with Tennessee Titans, because you know I love me some Dan Henry. Right. I turned to it because it came on, that was what, came on 6.30, mm-hmm. uh, before the uh, Eagles game. I'm watching it, you know. I mean, it didn't look, it didn't look like it was going to be a slaughter. I watched until 10-7. It didn't look like it was going to be a slaughter. I turned to the Eagles game. Watched that for about an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I tell you I turned back to the Bills game, mm-hmm. and it was 30-something to 7, and, I said, what happened? And honestly, the onslaught really didn't happen until the second half. Because uh, I'm pretty sure – hold on, I'm pulling up the box score now. Because it wasn't uh, – yeah, it was only seventeen to seven at halftime, which seventeen to seven is, that's whatever that that ten point it's lead. Redeemable. That's that's doable, but when you allow twenty four points in the four, in the third quarter, and it, it's let's see what was it? Stephon Diggs forty six yard touchdown pass. Tyler Bass thirty seven yard field goal. Stephon Diggs touchdown pass, and then the uh, the pick six, which also, speaking of pick sixes. And Ryan Tannehill. Um, I know Malik Willis is still young. I know he just got drafted. And I know we don't put in rookie uh, quarterbacks unless we absolutely have to. But when you're having to give your quarterback a pep talk on the sideline and people are now making memes about it saying it's okay, they have DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey, which I sent to Dez because I thought that was hilarious. Um Maybe it's time to just put the rookie in. Because if I... It, Ashley, you know me. You call me old all the time. And you know my memory ain't the best. But I seem to remember a game about eight months ago uh, where Ryan Tannehill not only started the game with an interception in the playoffs, but then ended the game with an interception. And then threw one in the middle for good measure. And by my count, that's three interceptions in a playoff game at home against a team that you were supposed to beat. Um, look, I'm sure Ryan Tannehill's a nice guy, and I don't mean no disrespect, but I think it's time to just go ahead and put the rookie in and just say the season's lost. I know you're not going to do that in week three. But if I'm Mike Vrabel, I'd save myself a little headache and just let's go ahead and start working him with the ones in practice. And, um, <laughs> you know, maybe not start him, you know, but uh, if you're getting your heads beat in again, go ahead and put him in. Uh, if you're up by uh, 15 with five minutes left, go ahead and put him in. See if he can uh, keep a game for you and not blow it, blow it, you know, for when you really need him because it ain't going to be this season. That's all I have to say about that because Tannehill is garbage. <coughs> <laughs> you know you're supposed to cough when you say it, right? Oh, oh, my bad. Tannehill's garbage. Is that better? Um, it's a little bit. Well. Mm-hmm. Ooh, also, um, real quick, um, 
the Falcons almost broke the 28-3 curse. They were down 28-3 and almost won. But they're the Falcons. And throwing at Jalen Ramsey is a very bad idea. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else. Oh, did you see the odd stat about the, the Colts and the Jaguars? No, I didn't. So the Colts went to Jacksonville and got their heads beat in again. And let's not forget. Last year, the Colts went to Jacksonville in Week 18, and literally all they had to do was win. That's true. That's and they would have made the playoffs. Uh-huh. So then it got me to thinking, because you know how my like New England never wins in Miami. Uh-huh. Apparently, I'm sure New England has won at least one or two in there in the past few years. In the last eight years, the Indianapolis Colts have literally never won in Jacksonville. They're literally 0 and 8, <laughs> and I'm guessing that eight years probably starts around the the time of the Peyton Manning era. But some of that was Andrew Luck also. So I don't know what it is about the Colts going into Jacksonville. It must be some wormhole. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but they need to figure it out. Yeah. They didn't score a single point, did they? 24 to nothing against against Jacksonville. Who again? Shout out to Trevor Lawrence. I'm sorry that your rookie season was wasted by Urban Meyer. But nobody is confusing the Jaguars for a contender this year. Right, uh, the Lions got got a win this week, so shout out to them and Dan Campbell. Uh, for some reason, Mike Evans can't like keep his hands off of Marshawn Lattimore. Not understanding why here. Uh, I think he should have got a whole game suspension. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna say this, and I, I want you to hear me out. From the looks of it, it was just some jawing. Players talking, you know, Tom Brady will will fire back at anybody. I don't think anybody can disagree with that. I think we can all agree Marshawn Lattimore will fire right back. But nobody would have done anything. I think they were just jawing, and nobody would have started fighting had Mike Evans not came and pushed Marshawn Lattimore and started the whole thing. That's all. Actually, I'm- no. I saw Leonard Fournette get shoved right before he came in there and pushed, dude. Leonard Fournette, like, for sure got shoved. Barely. He barely got touched. Mike Evans came through off the top rope and got and, and came in like a heat-seeking missile looking for Marshawn Lattimore. This is the third time he's gotten in trouble for for fighting Marshawn Lattimore. Maybe. Just maybe. Maybe, some, maybe it's something deeper that we know. Maybe. Because this is. This Imagine is, the tea. This is. Okay. This is worse than I keep to leaving Michael Crabtree. Who couldn't keep from fighting each other back in the day? Uh, so yeah, let's see. I think that's about it. Um, yeah. Oh, shout out to um, Trey Lance. Hope you get better, brother. Looks like the Jimmy G era is still continuing. He uh, had a hex on them or something. Boy, it's, it's he's like got they to. They can't trade. get rid of him. He he should have got traded, and he didn't get traded. And now he's back as a starter. Under. See how much money he's making from his bonuses in his contract? Oh, they put bonuses in his contract? Well, yes, because remember he had to restructure his contract. Right. Because I know he's the highest paid backup. Right. Right. But his, like, performance bonuses come from him doing regular stuff that a quarterback does, but because he's the backup. Wow. He's getting paid more to do it. Wow. Hey, look. Shout out to the Italian mob, because that's, that's got to be what it is. It's got to be what it is. Um, and also, Aaron Rodgers 
uh, is clearly a majority owner of the Chicago Bears. Still. That's all. All right. Is that done? Are we done with uh, NFL? Yep. Okay. This is a nice quick episode. Uh, Now to the culture segment. Um, Yeah. Adam Levine lost his mind. Now, Mervyn, you said you hadn't heard about this. I said I'd seen something about it. I'd seen people talking about it on the Twitter, but I haven't actually done any research on it. Right, right, Mm. right, right. Just pull it back up right yonder. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Adam Levine is married to a Victoria's Secret model. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did. I, I did just see this. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> I forgot. I just saw this. Okay. Okay. So Adam Levine is married to a Victoria's Secret model, and she's pregnant with their third child. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, this little young girl, and they've been married since 2014, by the way, people. Okay, with their third child. Mm-hmm. Okay, eight years, three kids, two kids, and a possible. I mean, she's pregnant. So, um, this young girl, I think they said she's 22. Um, Sumner Stroh is her name. She's an Instagram model. Um, she came out with a video talking about how her and Adam Levine was messing around and not only did she stop there for one she said that she trusted she sent her friends a video or something and she trusted them not to say something so maybe they said something first but it sounded like a whole lot of clout chasing to me but anyways the girl gets on here to tell her own teeth about how her and adam levine were messing around had a physical relationship allegedly she then posts a message from Adam Levine's Instagram account in her DMs that said he wanted to name his wife's baby unborn child in her stomach after the girl he cheated with. Baller move. (laughs) Adam Levine lost his mind. Not only are you cheating, allegedly, on your pregnant wife, whom you've been married to for eight years. Mm-hmm. Whom is the mother to your other two children. Right. But you're cheating on her with a young girl and you told the young girl that you wanted to name your child after her? What, what's wrong with folks? You, a lot. You, you can't stop at the cheating? You then have to go and name your child. Imagine if the child had been born and he had really named that child after this girl. Now that would be funny. Because the wife would just be thinking, oh, that's such a beautiful... That's such a cute name. Betrayal. And then she find out, wait a minute, hold up. Wait a minute. That's that. Then you start putting you. the pieces together. <laughs> that'll, that'll get you get shot. You. <laughs> that'll get you on the episode of Snapped, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, anyways, uh, she said they haven't spoken in the months, but um, uh, they did have a physical relationship. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. And Adam Levine said that it was just flirting. Right. Um, it was unnecessary flirting and that the flirting was inappropriate and that he should not have been doing so. Right. But we saw the DM, Adam. Meanwhile, the Sumner girl then went into video talking about how she felt like she was taken advantage of because, you know, she was young, blah, blah, blah. Mind you, this supposedly happened this year. Girl, so you was young a couple months ago? Are you, aren't, are you You're not still sick? young. Right. And if you, if she graduated college, to me, 
some people think you've grown once you graduate high school. But once you have graduated college, now I understand Adam Levine has influence and power and A-lister status. Mm -hmm. But you knew what you were doing. This man was married. You knew he was married. And if you didn't know, all you had to do was Google it. Right. Two kids talking about I was praying prayed upon or whatever she said. Girl, bye. Now this is giving her clout. Girl, bye. Okay? Like, you're both wrong. The victim is the wife. Right. And the two kids. Three kids. That was about to be named after... Sumner Jr. Was about to be named after her daddy's (laughs) mistress. Sumner Jr. Okay? Like, what is wrong with folks? Y'all stick to new levels of low. Like, you... The cheating is already bad, but naming your child after this and before the yeah, Adam Levine thing came out, I heard on the radio one day that this guy was telling his wife that he wanted to name their daughter after his ex-girlfriend that died. And she was like, uh, absolutely no. not. And that's more of a debate, though. It is. His ex-girlfriend died while they were together. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And he wanted to, you know, some people might be okay with that. But like, you know what? That was a tough loss, you know tragic heartbreak for sure other people other women like absolutely absolutely not not. (laughs) but to name them after your mistress yeah that's 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 another level of wild (laughs) you gotta be ashamed of yourself yeah adam levine lost his mind allegedly i want you suing us but uh no we no that's a we can allege the the cheating and the infidelity losing your mind i feel like is enough to where we could just say you lost your mind or you know what yeah. fine i will <laughs> since i don't have a career to protect well uh prayers to uh his wife i cannot pronounce her name so i didn't even try mm. um first his wife his kids and little sumner jr and of course sumner stroke you know Praise to all y'all because this is a messy situation. Yes, it and is. And it's playing out in public. Now, granted, the stroll girl probably wanted to play out in public. You That's why she more sent clicks, more likes, right. etc. You um, don't send that to anybody if you don't want it to be public. But yeah, um, yeah, Adam, you, you, you gotta talk on banish mode. If you're gonna DM somebody, mm-hmm. DM them on banish mode because it lets you know if they take a screenshot, anything, picture, all that. Or. Or you talk in person or on the phone to where these things can't be recorded. I don't know. I'm sure you can record record phone phone calls. Yeah, that's true. But if you're in person, leave the phones in another room, can't be recorded. That's all I'm saying. Or Or don't cheat. Get you or get you a burner. Ooh. Yep. That's a good one. That's a good one. (laughs) Put it on vibrate, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get you one of them jitterbugs. You feel me? Right. Old school mm-hmm. crickets. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did you uh <laughs> Did you see any of the uh funeral yesterday? No. Terrible. Just terrible. I saw Megan Markle's outfit. You know, that's what tr- trending. Yeah, right. She gorgeous. Is it true that Megan Markle is older than all of them? Like Prince Harry, Prince William, uh Kate Middleton. Uh, I don't know, but a quick Google search will give me. It was me... a picture of all four of them, and Meghan Markle looked the youngest. And it said there is no. It, it was like black don't crack. Meghan Markle Meghan is Markle older than all is of these people. Forty-one. 
let's see prince uh william oh not william anymore uh oh yeah yep william is 40 wow kate middleton's 40 and carson wentz is uh i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> no low-key yesterday low-key yesterday i was like it was watching i was like wait a minute i don't know which one it is so then i typed in on google the royal that looks like carson wentz <laughs> And Harry oh popped up. I was God. like, oh, that's the one. That's the one that's married to Megan. That's all. Oh my God. <laughs> they look alike. Let's let's keep it clear. They look alike. Uh, but yeah, I was watching. So it's funny how what happened, right? Uh, I had to. I turned it on because, well, yeah, I turned it on, right? And I was like, huh. Let me just see what's going on here. And I couldn't look away. And here's my issue. One. I am a very big proponent of the one hour in and out funeral. That's number one. I you get it. I get it. Right. And I get it. It's the queen. And you know, you got to go through all the pageantry and all that stuff. I think I, I was scrolling on YouTube and I think there was a stream that lasted nine hours yesterday. Wow. Glad I wasn't watching all that. Right. Uh, but my issue was it's not the pageantry. I get it. I saw it was like one part where they put it on like this gun carriage and have people carrying it in the front, like holding it from the back as breaks out of stuff, patchy out of stuff, right? But there was a one long walk. I think it's literally called the long walk up to the last church they went to, right? Before they lowered it down to the vault. And my issue was you had the guards walking, you had the horses. You I think ha- I saw this clip. Uh-huh. Right. But me and a friend were watching. Our issue was the person driving at Hearst. You would have had to pay me a lot of money to be riding the brakes for 45 minutes going down one street. Because my issue is that thing was driving so slow. You know how like when you just take your foot off the brake, your car naturally goes like five, six, seven miles an hour. Just mm-hmm. foot off the brake. That way, They had to have been going like a mile an hour down that street. I'd be done fell asleep. I'd be done ran over a guard. I would have heard a bumper <laughs> be like, oh, oops. And this is international TV at this point because clearly it's not just Britain. We over here watching in America. I'm sure the rest of the Commonwealth is watching. And I'm pretty sure all the countries who hated Queen Elizabeth are watching to see her demise. Right? Showing up at the funeral like that dude in that one picture saying, I just had to show it to make sure he was actually dead. But yeah, I just, it's, it's too much. And there, it, also led to conspiracy theories through my groups of friends saying one she wasn't in the box which <laughs> not she wasn't in the box well I mean <laughs> but well so one of them said their thought was she'd been there for a while so when they made the announcement that her queen, her health was declining and the family was going to, to see her that she was already dead at that point but they were just kind of controlling it Cause you think about it, all that stuff. Yeah, they have it all in the planning and in the making, but 12 days to get all that stuff together, that's quick. So maybe she was like dead for a day, maybe two, to kind of give him a little- How many days was it? It's been 12 days since she died, I think. It's been 12 days? Let's see. Lord, is time going by Well, because they they said it's 12 days in the morning. Uh, she died on September 8th officially 
And this is the 21st. So, yeah, it would have been 12 days. It's time going by that quick? Yeah. yeah I feel like, it feel like she died like three days ago. Mm-hmm. 12 days ago. Because they said they were going to be in 12 days of mourning. And then after the funeral, that's when they'll start saying, God save the king and all that stuff. And all the stuff they do over there in Britain when monarch changes. But, yeah. Um, I just want you to do me a favor, Ashley. If what? If my unfortunate time of passing comes before yours... Um, which I assume you'll be at my funeral, and if you're not, I will haunt you for the rest of your life. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Right. But just do me a favor and assist whoever else is here involved in the planning and make sure that this is an in and out hour, (laughs) maybe an hour and a half. Because my thing is, we had good times together. I don't want people just sitting there sulking (laughs) and being sad all day. I'm gone. I ain't coming back. So get in. Let's have us a church service. And let's get me in the ground and y'all going about y'all lives. I need you to do that for me. I will. And I'll make sure we serve Whataburger at the film. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with that. And make sure there's some cowboy stuff in there with me too. I, I don't think I could do that. Why not? I'll even let you know what I'll even let you make the joke and and make the pallbearers wear Cowboys jerseys so you can make the joke that the Cowboys let me down one last time. I'll even let you do that. Wow, you really thought about that one, haven't you? I've heard you saw it somewhere. I've heard that jokes joke Mm -hmm. many times. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's all. And mama, if you hear that, I'm sorry about speaking of my demise. Because my mom doesn't like stuff like that. Sorry. Well, everybody get yelled at. Oh, absolutely. Wouldn't be the first time I've been yelled at about. I'm not yelled at, but just to hey, don't talk about that. I'm not talking about for me. Talking about my mama, who I actually listen to. Yeah. Most of the time. If only you listen to me. If only you listen to me. By now, you would have had. Never mind. (laughs) Relax. Mo, <laughs> Mo money is what I said, people. Right, that's absolutely what she said. <laughs> oh man, and I knew exactly what she was going to say too. <laughs> I knew exactly where that was going. <laughs> oh man, dang! Quick episode this week. Um, you got anything else before we get up out of here? I do not. Well, next week we'll have this episode out a week earlier because this old man is going on vacation. Well, a day earlier. Woo! And I'll be uh, sure to report back in two weeks with my uh, with tales from Dallas from the fair and all the food I ate that I shouldn't have eaten. And Nobody yeah. cares. Oh, man. It's a good thing your name's not nobody. <laughs> That's good. I know. Anyway. We finna get out of here. As always, we thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. That's Ashley. I'm Mervin. This has been episode 83. And we'll be back next week with episode 84. Ochenta y cuatro, as the Hispanics would say. Not the Hispanics. Of the More Right the Wrong podcast.